Kansas City is home to a rich brewing history dating back to the 1880s when Ferdheim and George Muehlbach and the marks they made can still be seen today throughout the city. Prohibition took its toll on the breweries in KC, but in 1989, Boulevard Brewing Company founder John McDonald rekindled that brewing tradition when he brewed and sold his first batch of pale ale. More than 30 years later, the spirit of Kansas City can-do attitude is in everything Boulevard does. From creating Tank 7, an award-winning American Saison, to brewing Space Camper Cosmic IPA, an exhilarating exploration into the universe of hops, to (laughs) developing one of the nation's largest barrel aging programs, and even more recently with the introduction of Quirk Hard Seltzers, real fruit, real fun. At the heart of Boulevard Brewing Company lies the intersection of traditional brewing and modern technology. Visit the brewery and take a tour for free to sip and see 32 years of brewing experience and maybe catch a glimpse of the future to where that Kansas Kansas City spirit of innovation will lead. Boulevard Brewing Company, Kansas City, Missouri. Welcome into State Your Line, a podcast for Kansas Cityans by Kansas Cityans, presented by Boulevard Beer. We are the Ritz Brothers. Today is January 11th. The Kansas City Chiefs are the number two seed mm. Sunday night football at Arrowhead. It's going to be beautiful. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I just had this thought in my head. The only bummer about night games is no flyovers because you can't oh, see it. Oh, damn it. That's like the only bummer, and it yeah. just came to me because I always you know, associate playoffs and maybe here comes a flyover. But mm-hmm. uh, either way, Sunday night football supposed to be, you know, some good football weather. Have you Sunday. have you looked up? I'm looking up weather.com. Like a, like a high of 44, low of 22 or something like that. By the way, that. weather.com, probably the worst website Just that's Google ever existed. weather in your zip code. Uh, it gives you hour by hour. Well, I need you, next Sunday. Avoid 10-day forecast, too, on your Google screen. Okay. Weather in your zip code. Okay, it's beautiful. Okay, weather looks good coming up uh, for Sunday. So you've already you've already Googled that. I've already Googled it. Okay, I mean it's going to be cold by the time. That's okay, you know. But uh, if we can get some sun uh, during the tailgate in the forties, mm-hmm. that's nice. Yeah, that's real nice. That's good football weather. So uh, we got to the two seed on a crazy weekend of football. Unbelievable Sunday so, of football. Like everything. Okay, other than other than the. Uh, Texans not beating mm-hmm. the Titans as like 14 point underdogs. Everything else worked out in favor for Kansas City, and it was great being a Kansas City Chiefs fan yesterday. Yeah, everything worked out in favor of just like chaos. Yes, being spread and and in favor of like who we want to play. Like the Steelers are yes. bad at uh-huh. football. Like they're probably the worst football team that's ever made the playoffs. I don't know. The 2010 Chiefs were pretty bad. Oh, yeah. 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 We won the division, I think, that year, too. We were bad. We were yeah. bad. 10 and 6, I think. Uh-huh. Or nine and and then that other year we went with uh, when Herm Edwards was the coach. Oh, was that not 2010? That was like 2006 okay. or 7. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. We're, 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 we got to get so, back on topic here. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. Insane weekend of football. Um, and we get to play the Steelers. And, and we were the first game of an, an absolutely insane weekend of football. And a lot of people were talking about how the NFL might regret doing 18 weeks in a 17-game season because there wasn't a lot of games to look forward to for Sunday, and there wasn't a lot of games that had implications on Sunday. I mean, there were a lot of people saying that the only game that really mattered was the Chargers-Raiders game on Sunday. Boy, 
They were wrong because uh-huh. it was just packed full of insane games. Um, again, everything going the Chiefs' way that that could, other than the Texans beating the Titans. But uh, the Steelers beating Baltimore was the first thing to happen in an insane overtime game, mm-hmm. which we saw Ben Roethlisberger confirmed he cannot throw the ball further than 10 yards yep. in the air, um, which is just insane and hilarious to watch. Kind of sad. Yes, it is. Because it's not even like you're watching an NFL team, but whatever. Um, and then capped off with uh, the the um, Chargers-Raiders game, which was just the most insane four hours of football that I've ever watched in my entire life. And it, it was unbelievable. And the fact that after all of that, the Chargers aren't in the playoffs, who we kind of considered a scary team, and a lot of people lot did of people consider did. a scary team. The Chargers are not in the playoffs. Um, the Steelers are in the playoffs, and they're the opponent that we play, and the Raiders are in the playoffs as the five seed. And the Colts are not in the playoffs. And the Colts are not in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's as good as it could have gone for Kansas City. On top of all of that, the Raiders, they're probably going to hire Rich Basaccia as their uh-huh. head coach. Who's that? Yeah, he's their head coach. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah, he's their okay. interim head coach, and now that they're in the playoffs, they're probably going to hire him because that's what Mark Davis, it just saves him from having to do work, mm-hmm. uh, and he just gets to hire him. So that w- that is good for the Chiefs. That's good. And we we played Saturday, so we just got to really, we got to watch Red Zone. We didn't have to stress about too much on Sunday, and we got a Sunday of watching insane football, and that's what it was. So just a great weekend for for football and, and for being a Chiefs fan. Uh, there, there was like a moment when the Texans were coming back and driving on the Titans and the Jaguars had just scored to go up like 23-3 over the, over the Colts. And it was like literally everything. is. T- mm-hmm. And the Steelers were, were coming back against Baltimore. It was like everything is going our way. This is, this is just beautiful. Yeah, I was fully prepared to play the Chargers week one or yeah. like the, the divisional round. That's the what the I odds thought. were like close to 50% that we were going to play the Chargers mm-hmm. in the first round of the playoffs. Which was uh, 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 probably as far as teams you would give the Chiefs the most challenge in the first round, it was the Chargers. Yeah, we played two really, really tight games mm-hmm. against them. And they beat us at home this year. Like that's a very tough matchup. The Steelers, not as much. So, uh, but we got the two seed by beating the Broncos for the thirteenth straight time. Yeah, which is just good fun. It sounds uh, like you're exaggerating, like just throwing out a number, like beating the Broncos for the thirteenth straight time. The umpteenth. Yeah, but that's but the, really the thirteenth. That's time. true. Mm-hmm. Imagine true. losing thirteen straight times to your imagine, next door yeah, neighbor. Imagine losing thirteen straight times to the Broncos. I would hate it. It'd be miserable. Oh, I would. I would. We, I would. I would give up. We've gone through losing streaks to to them. To, to Peyton it's, Manning and Broncos. Miserable. And it's it was miserable. like four or five games max. Yeah, it's miserable. I can't imagine what they're going through with 13 straight. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least they fired their head coach, so they have that to look yeah. forward to. Yeah, that Chiefs-Broncos game, it was a very frustrating game. Mm-hmm. Um, the the defense looked really poo-poo-y mm-hmm. uh, pretty much the entire game. Um, Drew Locke looked good. Looked good. Like and maybe maybe again that's a Chiefs win because maybe the Broncos are like, hey, let's get Drew Lock a new coach, a new offensive coordinator. Maybe he can be a franchise quarterback, which for us again, which helps the Chiefs. But Drew Lock did look good, and his numbers look good, and he was really effective against the Chiefs. And annoying, annoying game because the defense looked like it did the first six weeks of the season, and and this is kind of what we've talked about where like defense staying consistent is much harder than an offense staying consistent and 
that is why I'd rather have a good offense than a good defense. And the offense has kind of struggled a couple times here in the last two weeks now. I'm not. It's not like we're going into the playoffs on this super high note. Like we lost to the Bengals, and then we we had to really, really work hard to beat the Broncos with Drew Locke as the starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like we're going into the playoffs super high, but we get to play the Steelers in the first round. And beating the breaks off of the Steelers in the playoffs will propel us to that level of, of highness that we need to be at when the playoffs get seriously. Yeah, here's, serious. here's what you need to do. Just convince yourself like I have that it was very vanilla game plans on both sides of the ball. <sighs> Just convince yourself of that, that we didn't want to show anything going into the playoffs. Like, we knew we had an inferior opponent. We could dial it back a little bit scheme-wise, not show too much. Uh, you know, rest players when we needed to, and uh, just do whatever we could just to get the win. I hope, I, I hope that's the case. I hope that's the case. Uh, the scary thing is it took a, a fumble return for a touchdown. Huge week for uh, Mizzou. To, to Mizzou make football, that happen, massive week. To make that happen, but... It worked. We got the win. I, I do think we looked very vanilla on offense. Mm-hmm. Nothing. No Tyreek. Gross. Very. Pat's and, and average distance of target was like under 5.3 yards A lot of check downs from Pat. Short throws. Again, not showing too much. You don't think Andy Reid has a whole bag of plays up his sleeve? I hope you're right. I think he does. No, I know he does. Exactly. I know he does. I just, yeah, I, it's just we're not riding into the playoffs on a high. I feel like. I feel a little high because of how insane yesterday was and how everything yeah. was coming up and turning up Chiefs yesterday. But really, our football team is not but also playing that great. You're saying that, and we've won nine of our last ten. No, I, I know. You know. No, so absolutely. That's a, that's a pretty good last ten games to be into the playoffs. 100%. And, and I say, like, Pat Mahomes has had a down year because he has, and he's going to finish, you know, second in – EPA per play and and total EPA behind Aaron Rodgers. He's going to finish. I mean, his bad year is like almost 4,000 yards, 37 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Um, I mean, yeah. And so, again, I always believe in this team. And I, 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 I mean, Vegas has us as the odds-on favorite to win the AFC. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think we're going to play a home playoff game in the AFC championship game because I think the Titans are going to get beat before that round. Yep. Um, and and so um, yeah, I still feel like we should. Our expectation should be that we will be in the Super Bowl. I that, agree. That is still my expectation that we will play in the Super Bowl this year. Um, so it's just a matter of uh, of getting it all right. Um, so yeah, I mean, again, five and one against the AFC West this year. That puts our record thirty six and six. In the last 42 AFC West games. That's insane. 36 and 6 against the AFC West. I don't know if that's Andy's record. I didn't see how far back that went, but that is absolutely dominant on another level that I don't even think the Patriots had that kind of uh, mm-hmm. dominance when they had uh, their two dynasties. So, so insane dominance in the AFC West. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, my expectation is to go to the Super Bowl. Can't wait for this weekend. Sunday night is, I think, a beautiful, beautiful game time. Um, I am kind of over um, Al and Chris Collinsworth. So, okay, yeah. dial that back. Okay, why don't you dial that back? Okay, <laughs> you you're gonna miss him very soon. No, I'm not over Al. I'm more over Chris. Both. You're gonna miss both of them very soon. All right, when you know 
I, when will the last Sunday night football game be? I don't know. I don't know how many playoff games NBC gets, but you're not going to get much more of them. All right. So dial that back. Dial that back. Um, Are they for sure done? Is that the is that the word? No, I'm just saying the end of the football season. Oh, coming. okay. It's around the corner. Are Alan Chris wanna... leaving each no, other? They're, they're, they'll be back, but not until nine months after this football <laughs> okay. season's over. Yeah. So, all right. Easy. All right. 18 weeks. All right. Um, okay. Anything else in preparation for the Steelers game? Uh, no. Don't, just, we're not going to burn a flag. Don't burn a terrible towel. Don't, I mean, a towel. Luck. Or a flag. That might be bad <laughs> luck, too. Uh, so, but yeah, excited as hell. Going to be a big um, uh, tailgate for food. Mm-hmm. David Ritz has already announced he's bringing back his amazing smoked chili. Smoke chili. I can't wait. Yeah. I cannot wait. You going to cook anything? Uh, no, it might be like getting dropped off on I-70 on the way home from St. Louis. Oh, might nice. might be one of those moves. Okay. Uh-huh. And just run down so the bring hill some, the Missouri uh, Center. Bring some uh, emos, emos and some uh, Lion's Choice. and Toast and, and Yeah. Okay. Um, what else did they admit? Just bring some Ted Drew's ice cream down. Hey. All right. Ted Drew's slaps. It's good. Very good. Uh, all right. So that's it for... Talking Chiefs this week. Uh, next up, we've got some openings around Kansas City. Uh, this one opened today on Monday as we record this. Guy's Deli inside Kelly's. Mm-hmm. Which, if you've seen the pictures of their food, looks really good. Yeah, have you seen pics? I've, I've seen, seen pictures of their cheese sticks. Yeah, I saw that. Wow. Yeah, they're Those called Pizza Bones. Their Pizza Bones look phenomenal. They've got, um, uh, it looks like a double pepperoni pizza, a barbecue pizza. Yeah. Good pizza menu, some sandwiches, wings, maps, wings on there too. Did you see an official uh, op- closing time yet? Uh, I did not. All right, let me I look it not. up real quick. But, but I yeah, gotta get there. They, they, they've got appetizers, they've got wings, they've got um, closes at sports. So on a, on, <laughs> yeah. On a, uh, you know, on a typical Monday, they close at midnight. So I'm guessing they're open late. With Kelly's, then yeah, I hope so. You know, have that drive-through window open, pizza drive by the slice. Window. Oh, walk-through window, walk-through window, pizza by the slice. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm excited about this. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be. Um, I want to go try it. I mean, they've got a lunch special that I think is like a slice, chips, and a drink or something. Yep, they do. Um, uh, I, I heard that they got the pizza recipe from the owner of Joe's, that's, so that's it's word. supposed to be pretty similar. That's the goal. So. Um, so yeah, looking forward to Guys Daily. We I've been trying, I've been like DMing with them, and I've been trying to get them on because I'm trying to figure out this whole how they're so good at social media. This whole social media uh, renaissance of yeah. Guys Deli and how they are like the like everyone is now following them on social media. Yeah, they got kettle cook chips coming soon too. I saw. Oh really? I'm very excited. As long for as that. it's not baked. Baked is trash. Baked sucks. Yeah. Baked's a fraud. Get out of here. Why even try? I don't things? even know what kettle is. No idea. <laughs> I would think it's like a pressure cooker type situation. No way, dude. That would make it soggy, wouldn't it? I don't know. That's what it that's what it made me think of when I or that's what I think of being kettle cooked is that it's in a kettle, like a pot, like a <laughs> like a pressure cooker. But no. I don't know why. Kettle cooked chips are just so much better. So Excited to go try Guy's Deli, maybe even for lunch and definitely for late night at Kelly's. So I'm trying uh, to find a kettle chip. No idea. Just give or, it to me. Don't talk. Don't write a whole well, article about it. You have to write it. a whole thing. That's how you found it for the search optimization there. That's why um, recipes have such long blogs with them too. Anything? It'd take me too long to, yeah. to, look, to read this yeah, article. It is. Um, all right. Also, uh, opening uh, this this weekend. Right? I think they're baked in the oven. You think kettle cooked chips are baked? 
Yeah, baked. Those are baked chips. You don't like baked chips. Oh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. There's some kind of kettle involved. Think witch's brew, a big kettle. Okay, regular chips are continually processed, whereas kettle chips are processed in batches. Batch method results in different texture of potato chip because the temperature of the oil drops when the new batch of potatoes is added. The potatoes slight, take slightly longer to cook. This gives the starch and the potatoes time to absorb. It seems like a whole we need to get them scientific on the pod process. Then. We yep. need to get them on to explain. Okay, good. good uh, idea. All right, this weekend, T-Mobile Center, the Comets are booking the T-Mobile No, the Center. 22nd. The 22nd. I'm pretty uh, sure it's okay. the 22nd. So the 22nd of January. Of January is when the Comets are going to be the, at Who are the Comets? Kansas City Comets are the uh, premier indoor soccer team in Kansas City. Professional indoor soccer. Nope. They, it's called Major Arena Soccer League. Major Arena Soccer League mm -hmm. team. M-A-S-L. Uh, I think our parents met at a Comets game. That might be true. I think that is true. Yeah. Uh-huh. So they've been our, around. It sounds like, that sounds, when you say our parents met at a comments game, it sounds like I have parents and you have parents. Oh, you think and so? And they're separate, and then they met each other. No. Or, no. or like, yeah, or like I'm... Yeah, like I'm a I'm a son of 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 mom and you're a son of dad and we're stepbrothers. <laughs> um, so basically, we owe our existence to the comments. A sure, little bit, I guess if our parents met at a we comments should reach game. out to the comments on on social media and tell them that. Okay, that well, I, I I was born. We, we were born because we of a comments be game at Kemper Arena. We will be fact checked, but I'm pretty sure that's true. Yeah, so the Comets, they're electric. They are Kansas City's major arena soccer league. They normally play their games out at Cable Dahmer and Independence, but a couple times uh, a millennium, so this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, mm -hmm. they play at the T-Mobile Center, a.k.a. the Sprint Center. The Comets are dominant. They are 6-0. and They are undefeated on this young yes. season. They have a plus 16 goal differential. Is Hello. Is good? Um, they, uh, yeah, they're going for, like, they're trying to build this as the biggest indoor soccer game. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you can just DM them on, on Twitter for tickets. Yeah, I love that. It says DM us for tickets. I love that. Or go to Sprint or T-MobileCenter.com. So, uh, the comments seem kind of electric. Uh, so, yeah, that's opening on the 22nd. Indoor soccer, also very fast-paced, very fun, very electric, too. Yeah. So. Someone replied to them on Twitter saying, please tell me y'all will be recreating the player entries from the 80s. Intros. Intros. And the comments said yes. So that's the same player intro that birthed us. Uh-huh. The, the reason why we're in existence. Uh, and I don't know how people could possibly remember the player intros from a 1980s no, Comet season. A dedicated fan right but there. But there's Comets fans out there, apparently, that, that care a lot. So uh, that, A lot. Comets are playing at T-Mobile Center. Might be electric. You might meet your future. You might meet, meet your future spouse there uh, and you know go on to have a big family. And who knows? Who knows mm -hmm. what might happen? Yeah. So get tickets. Uh, get tickets. Uh, also, uh, so this is the, so that's the twenty second, uh, but this week uh, is the start of Kansas City Restaurant Week on Friday. So uh, we actually have a guest from Visit KC to talk about it more uh, today. But get your reservations. If you haven't already made a reservation, you're probably late. So you better get on it. Make a reservation. Go support a local restaurant. Get a great deal too. Yeah. Feast. I totally forgot about Restaurant Week. Um, uh -huh. until 
my father-in-law uh, suggested that we have a guest on for, to talk about Restaurant Week. So Thank goodness. Props to him Thanks, for Chris. recommending that. Uh, but yeah, Restaurant Week, we talk all about it in the interview, and then our mixed plate is going to be it. So mm -hmm. we'll talk more about Restaurant Week, but... Um, we got some recommendations for you at the end. Si, and during si, the senor. interview. Si, senor. Um, all right, closing this week, uh, the J. Crew in Town Center. Say it ain't so. Ah, uh, I knew I missed something. That was what you missed? I forgot to look up what's going on with the with J. Crew. It's a bummer, though. Um, a I'm, staple. I, mean, I, I would say a lot of my looks are styled by J. Crew. Uh, the so. majority of my looks are styled by J. Crew. But I do know that they are having a sale. Okay. Oh, my God, it's a fire <laughs> sale. Sale. Um, that going is, out of business sale. Okay. That is what is uh, is happening. So get out to J. Crew out in Leewood. Uh, mix it up with some some Joko moms out there. 50% off in-store purchases. Yeah. Let it That's rip. That's a deal. You better get out there because they're going to disappear. And yeah. I am the most average-sized person on the planet. So everything I wear is gone immediately. Mm. Imagine being like I understand that being tall or being like big and like a big and tall. Maybe you wear an XL or maybe you have long pants. It's it's probably harder to buy clothes, but those are the clothes that are always left on on the fire, fire sales, sales mm -hmm. and the clearance racks. Yeah, like clearance racks. It's always XLs. It's always like you know long pants. The average, perfectly average sized people Sorry. like me. You're you're too average. Out of luck. Too average on the average the average dude crew. They're all taking all your clothes. What's the average you, dude crew? The average dude crew, just a bunch of dudes who are average, hang out together. Is it a, like a YouTube channel? No, it's uh, what we called ourselves on spring break. You ever been on spring break in college? A few times. Yeah. There's a lot of rich, oh, like hot dudes. dudes. Yeah, hot dudes. Oh yeah. And me and my friends, we were very average dudes. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. There's a lot of dudes who they're ripped. On Tried too break. hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, no, I think there's something to be said about being an average dude. A, a, good, on a lot spring, of good things. On spring break. A lot of good things. I think said. I think girls know, you know, the average dudes are the real dudes. The cool dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Let's move into a little what we tried oh, this Oh, you week. forgot about what I forgot the other about. closing. Oh, it's, yeah. It's not I a did. closing. It's not a, just a delay. It's a delayed. So we had uh, a few guests on to represent and talk about Party Artie, which is the Met Gala of for Kansas, Kansas City. City. Mm -hmm. um, of course, yeah. COVID, Omicron, mm. um, Omicron got us. has hit, so they are delaying it. Party Artie is going to happen, hopefully sometime in June or July, which, again, the ideas that we had for a theme are better, jello shotties are better on suited, the table again. Are better suited for June uh -huh. and July, so... A future date for Party Artie will be announced, but tickets were supposed to go on sale last week. They, they, I don't know if they did go on sale, but it is being delayed. If you have a ticket, you know, sure it'll be honored, all that good stuff. They're still ironing out the details, but Party Artie um, is going to be delayed until we're July. We're... July, so uh, it's going to be hot. Yeah, which is you know again, but open hey. up those themes. Mm -hmm. um, all right, so now let's move into a little. Uh, what did we try this week? Uh, I know we've talked about this on openings before, but Blue Highway in um, South Plaza, which uh -huh. is also a restaurant week participant. Yes. Folks. New restaurant. They've got a phenomenal happy hour menu. Oh, nice. I'm talking $6 old fashions, smoked old fashions. $6? So $6 at happy hour. Smoked oh old fashions. Oh, my God. It's a fire sale. 
smoked yes they do light a fire to smoke the old fashions they've got great espresso martinis too can confirm on happy hour not on happy okay. hour the old fashions are uh and then they've got um just a couple um really i can't remember the food items but I, they look tasty <laughs> but i've had their old fashioned i've had their espresso i can't remember martini. what food i ate is that from is that because um, of the the old fashions that's because of the old fashions but uh really good drinks great happy hour menu and uh, they are participating in Restaurant Week this week, so uh, it's a good spot. Ooh, really, dude, listen, really cool. Bar listen to this too. temp, uh, this happy hour also, menu. Also, the patio is heated. Ooh, happy hour menu: avocado tempura. That's what I had. Pa- like very fried good. avocado. Yeah, with poblano good. ranch. Mm-hmm. Ranch fried pimento cheese bites. Give it drumsticks, chicken drumsticks, Gulf shrimp, a little pork tenderloin. What tempura yeah, fried look at pork those prices too on there? That's Deviled a great eggs. Happy hour. Oh, give me that. Oh That's yeah, a great happy looks hour. Looks good. Mm-hmm. All right, this week I tried classic cookie, reopening of classic Re-opening. cookie. It was actually a couple weeks ago. I was posting about it on Instagram. You probably saw it. Um, but classic cookie, a very lovable neighborhood spot on Gregory and Warnell, is reopening under new management. Um, the the new owners operated a, a food truck. Um, and now they've they've bought in this. They still have some partnership with the old owners, um, but it's a it's a new refreshed menu. I had a a um, breakfast burrito with short rib in it, short slow rib. cooked short wow. rib in it. Um, very great combination there. It was a little dry. They need it needs to have Probably a sauce overnight. Well, no, 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 no. Like the burrito needs a sauce mm, or something yeah. on the inside. Like and. They need to take the lettuce that was in the burrito and put it on the outside so that the lettuce doesn't get hot and wilted. But they're figuring it out. It was the very, I was there on the very, very first day mm-hmm. that it reopened for breakfast. So um, they're going to figure it out. But the burrito, breakfast burrito, is very good, but it needs, it needs like a sauce, like yeah. a cheese sauce of some sort or like some, like some sort of sauce on the inside. In sounds yeah. Good. It needs mm-hmm. something. It needs something. But, okay. And then put that lettuce, take that lettuce out of there. Take it out. It's wilted. We don't need vegetables for breakfast. Well, lettuce, hot lettuce. Yeah, I don't need Get vegetables for breakfast. Um, all right. Uh, so that's what we tried this week. This week, uh, like we hinted at earlier, uh, we have got Derek, yeah, Derek Byrne from uh, Visit KC on to talk uh, all about restaurant week uh, this week. So really fun interview. Get some tips on how to book uh, your reservation, best ways to search for food, and uh, some new restaurants that are participating in Restaurant Week this week. All right, today we are joined by Derek Byrne from Visit Casey. He's the social media manager there to talk about Restaurant Week, which uh, is on Friday for anybody living under a rock. Uh, nearly 200 restaurants participating this year, Derek, which is exciting. Uh, to give us a little background on Restaurant Week, how long has it been going on? And then um, specific to this year, you guys usually support a charity with restaurant week so what's that going to be this year yeah i'll start with some exciting breaking news we are oh, officially wow. at 200 restaurants yeah. as of officially earlier today. at 200 so, okay um that's pretty cool um who are the who's who's the 200th Ooh, who got I wish you over I knew the off the top of my head i wasn't mm. following the list i know Damn it. i know uh, we don't have break guess, that much yeah news I, mean, here, I appreciate I you breaking news on the show a lot of people don't break news hey. on the show so wow that's big <laughs> thank you um so we're at 200 restaurants this year really excited to um, have so many people and so many restaurants able to join us. Um, especially, I think we have well over two dozen new first time participants, which is really a positive. 
Um, this is year number 13 for Kansas City Restaurant Week. Um, it was started uh, obviously a little more than a dozen years ago as a way to support our restaurants in a period that's typically a little slower um, mm -hmm. after the holidays. It's cold outside. Um, it's a good opportunity to stay home. And so we wanted to give people a good opportunity to go out and support the restaurants in the area um, that they know and love, as well as some new ones that they may not have been to or uh, even heard of before. Um, and like you said, another huge benefit of Kansas City Restaurant Week is that each year 10% of all proceeds go to uh, a few charities that are participating, including a community beneficiary that is selected um, and rotates each year. We've been able to, since the Restaurant Week's inception, we've been able to benefit some really great organizations like Harvesters, Boys Grow, uh, the Boys and Girls Clubs of Greater Kansas City. Uh, and this year, our community beneficiary is Guadalupe Centers. Uh, Guadalupe Centers is the largest Hispanic organization here in the Kansas City area. They've been around since 1919 and have grown to this point. They serve over 12,000 men, women, and children each year um, across Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas City, Kansas. Um, some of the programs that will be supported by Restaurant Week and these donations and the Guadalupe Centers uh, focuses on more broadly is um, providing healthy meals to several different populations in the area, including seniors in Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas City, Kansas, and then students at the Guadalupe Center's charter schools. So ensuring they have access to healthy, fresh food. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, it fits really well with Restaurant Week and really excited to be partnering with them this year. So um, give us a scale of how much this has grown. Like 200 restaurants this year, 2012 when this first kicked off, how many restaurants participated? Do you remember? I don't have the exact number, but it has grown even in the last few years. Um, I know, I think 2019 was the first year we hit anywhere near 200. Okay. And so um, it's definitely growing. We are grateful for those restaurants that have been with us since the beginning or nearly the beginning. But um, we have quite a few new ones join us each and every year. And so it's really exciting to be able to continue expanding and offering um, new regions of the city, new restaurants, yeah. um, you know, new restaurant owners, the opportunity to join us as well. Yeah, I saw a lot of new restaurants on there. Uh, Lulu Southern Cookhouse is opening or is participating. Blue Highway, Chewology are some of the, the new restaurants that are new to KC. Um, anything on the list that like you're dying to try that, that's new? <laughs> this is one of my favorite questions. Yeah. Um, there are so many new ones that I'm really excited to try. Definitely more uh, new restaurants I want to try than there are days in restaurant week. So I still have to work out a little bit of math yeah. there. But um, Bamboo Pennies in Park yeah. Place is one I'm really looking forward to trying. Torn Label is their new kitchen is participating, which oh, cool. I am always looking for an excuse to be there. If you haven't made it over to their new space yet, it's just beautiful. Um, and they're Food is fantastic too, so really excited to have them along for the journey. Yeah, their chef is like from Corvino, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, and That's legit. I know. Yeah, their their burgers. Uh, okay, because the Corvino burgers that they made with ravenous. ravenous are so good too. They're incredible. Yeah, everything Corvino. Corvino is a, a obviously a mainstay of restaurant. Yeah, the one I'm. Always oh, they're excited doing it. To return. Yes, I feel uh, like it's like are. Corvino and the Capitol Grill are like the places that <laughs> fill up fastest as far as like reservations go. Yeah, I think they're they're near the top of the list, mm -hmm. definitely. So um, we have a we have a story on our website that features all of the new restaurants that are joining for the oh, first nice. time. So if you're looking for that, um, feel free to check it out. It's um, it's a pretty great list this year. Yeah, and okay, so I, I've been on the website, and uh, what's what's your strategy for? 
searching for mm-hmm. restaurants because there's 200. <laughs> yeah. And I want to make sure that I'm finding the right place. Should I be searching maybe by cuisine, maybe by neighborhood? How do you like to, to search it out? Yeah, it kind of depends on what I'm feeling in, yeah. in the moment. But um, obviously, a good starting place is searching for lunch or dinner menus. If okay. you're looking for lunch that day, um, not all restaurants do offer a lunch menu. Um, and so checking that out and filtering those restaurants that are offering lunch is a great, great tip. Um, I think the neighborhood tab is one that's underused. Um, Restaurant week is obviously great for planning a night on the town, but one of my favorite ways to experience it too and to encourage people to experiencing it, experience it is um, as a chance to check out a new restaurant in your own neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a great way to maybe avoid some of the huge crowds. If you, if you are looking to do that this year, um, you can check out one of those restaurants that's right around the corner maybe that you haven't had the opportunity to make it to yet. So yeah, you can search 20 plus neighborhoods on our website um, and find one that's really near you. A couple other kind of ways to search and narrow down, uh, you can search by um, certified women and minority owned businesses on our website. So I know that was uh, really, really popular last year, and you can continue to look for and support those restaurants via the website. And then we, you can filter by carryout options as well. There are dozens and dozens of carryout opportunities this year. So if you're looking for um, ways to participate in Restaurant Week and still stay at home, you can certainly do so there. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, definitely spend some time with the different filters available on the website. Because yeah. like mm-hmm. you said, as uh, enticing it is, as it is to scroll through 200 restaurants, I yeah. did that earlier today, and it can be a little <laughs> overwhelming. It's like the Netflix problem, mm-hmm. like because the content <laughs> exactly. is so much that yep. you just spend, you end up spending like 10 minutes looking for a movie on Netflix, and then you pick you know, a show that you've seen and already watched <laughs> through like three, three different times. Right. But in a movie case, that you've seen a thousand times. Just mad and hungry now. Yeah. yeah. I think this, I think, I think a great place to start too is that uh, new first timer. So that is under, if you go to the website, go to the blog, click on the blog, and then there'll be a, a blog entry about new and noteworthy entries for 2022. I think that's a good place to start for, uh, for shopping uh, on where to go because then you can try something new. And I always have people ask me like for new restaurants in Kansas city and it's hard to keep, I kind of have a running tab in my phone, but this is a good, this is a good place to start. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think that's, that's where I would start. Um, so visit KC, that's where you come from. What, what is their role in this, in this whole thing? Um, did you guys start it or, or why is visit KC involved? Yeah, the organizations that uh, started and still operate Restaurant Week are Visit KC and the Greater Kansas City Restaurant Association. Um, we've been together working on this event since since day one, and um, we produce the event every year. Um, and we're presented by Cisco, um, and uh, that's that's uh, that's our role in it. Um, we are yeah. fortunate to be so able to work on it. it. Yeah, we were we started it. Are fortunate to be able to operate it each yeah. year, um, and. Um, it's something we all certainly look forward to. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I, I did. Or are we like one of the first cities to do this? Do other cities do this? Um, and like, do, do you remember where the idea, how that, how the idea kind of uh, came about? That certainly predates me at Visit KC, so I can't speak to all of the founding kind of mythos. Um, yeah, but uh, I do. You weren't in the room where when I wasn't in the room. No, <laughs> yeah. unfortunately. Um, so I don't have all of that back information, but I know we are certainly, uh, continue to truthfully outperform a lot of other, Mm. other cities and punch above our weight. Um, data from 
Different re reservation systems like OpenTable con consistently rank our restaurant week as one of the most active and biggest ones in the country up there with New York and LA and Chicago, which is obviously really exciting that we've been mm -hmm. able to maintain this legacy um, as we've gone on and as we've grown. And I think it speaks to something that a lot of us love about Kansas City, which is how passionate people are about sp supporting the businesses, the restaurants, the organizations that exist here. Mm -hmm. And so um, always, always really exciting to see that part of it. Um, and some of the deals with dinner include booze in them too Absolutely from time to time? It. Once in a while, yes. And I know there are a lot of options to add special drinks um, kind of as, you know, for an extra eight or nine dollars, which is pretty affordable mm -hmm. um, and a great opportunity. Some great Jay Rieger cocktails um, will be mm. parts of different menus this year. Um, so there always is um, a lot of good opportunities for pairings and things like yeah. that. Yeah, I almost I, think there needs to be like a restaurant week, but like a, a bar week just dedicated <laughs> to like drink specials and maybe even like think like college town drink specials, but in yeah. Kansas City. Penny yeah. pitchers. Like penny pitchers of mm. like Tank 7. Who oh, says no well, to that? Uh, <laughs> or like Kansas City Police Department's probably like no. Yeah. Or like let's, let's uh, that. like Kelly's Kelly's big beers are like a dollar. Yeah. Something like that. And yeah. it's just like and every bar does their own like restaurant week special. And maybe they feature a local or yeah, local distillery, brewery. And we have a bar week, and it's just a, the drunkest week in Kansas City. Mm. <laughs> Sounds like maybe you guys can run that okay. one. <laughs> yeah, this is the part where we pitch the ideas at you. Also, breakfast. Yeah. We should get that involved with Restaurant Week. Hey, there are at least a few okay, uh, brunch that's good options this options. year. Exetera on the South Plaza, and they have okay, one I'm additional right location okay. anticipating. Um, you know, Rye is offering... <laughs> I know we talked about rye. Rye is offering uh, brunch on the weekends. Rye or rye? Rye. Okay. Um, and there are a few others as well. So brunch is definitely, I think, uh, okay, a, an exciting new addition. Love and, that. Um, an opportunity that will hopefully continue to grow in the next few years. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at the Denver Restaurant Week uh, page, and it's very lame. Um, <laughs> it doesn't even have its own website, like a separate website for Restaurant Week. It's just like a, a, a menu item a drop-down item under the like Denver Visit Denver website. Sure. So uh, pretty two, lame. Two L's for Denver this week. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Good point. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw this too. The ship is doing like uh, promoting that their restaurant week on Friday, this Friday, the 14th, is um, paired with live music uh, and, and like a concert. Have you heard of any other restaurants doing? Um, you mentioned br a couple doing brunch, a couple doing cocktails. The ship, they're doing live music on Friday. Any, have you heard of anything else that, that restaurants are doing to get creative with it? I know the really fortunate pairing that has come about the last few years is Restaurant Week plus Playoff Game Day. And so look uh -oh. for restaurants that are offering carryout specials or participating in the chances to whether you want to watch in if they're more of a bar and grill setting, if you want to watch um, and participate actively participate in restaurant at the very same time, um, excuse me, participate in restaurant week at the very same time. Um, or if you want to plan ahead a few hours, get carry out um, and enjoy it while you're watching the game at home. That's mm -hmm. been something that has been um, a great a way to experience it in a great way that restaurants have offered something new on you know Saturdays and Sundays when the when the uh, times aligned correctly over the last few years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I love the timing of Restaurant Week too because it is. Uh, you're right. Like January, I think is the slowest month for Restaurant Week because one, everyone just spent a lot of money. Or sorry, January is the slowest month for restaurants because of the holidays. Everyone's spent a lot of money, but also everyone's trying to fake do a new year's resolution <laughs> diet when you know they don't actually mean it but they're going to pretend for like you know 
three or four weeks that they actually do mean it. Um, so I, I imagine that this and like restaurants were very intentional about picking January as opposed to like August or, or you know, December to, to, to have this. I think so. And just think about what's going on in the city. It, things are a little bit slower than um, in the summer when there's concerts and festivals yeah. and things like that every mm -hmm. weekend. Um, it, 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 I think it gives us all something to look forward to. Um, mm -hmm. on, a, on days that can be pretty cold and dark. <laughs> As a Visit KC employee, are you required to go out to lunch every single day next week? <laughs> uh, required, maybe not. Do I? Sure. Yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> mm -hmm. I got to have to check this out. They've never uh, had to require it of us. Yeah, uh, that does sound... I can't wait. And I was thinking about it too, the timing. It is like two weeks in, so like people who haven't formed their habit, they're like... All right. Well, it didn't uh, work. I'm doing this I'm just, for a charity. Yeah, I'm exactly. doing this for charity. I'm going to go eat out, feel good about it. Because we were talking New Year's resolutions. We we did a ranking of um, what our New Year's resolutions should be for Kansas City. For the city. Uh, for the city. Like, I know last year Danny said to eat out more. Like, that might be an opposite of a normal person's resolution. But as a city, we should eat out more. Do you, You're a visit KC guy, so do you have, like... What resolution would you give Kansas City? Like something it could improve upon? Uh, I'll give you some examples while you think, because Danny and I thought about this last week. We talked about things like uh, more rooftop bars. Mm -hmm. uh, we talked about uh, walking outside more and having better sidewalks. Better sidewalks. Uh, a better uh, flag, a new flag for Kansas City. <laughs> I mean, come um, on. And a uh, Hyperloop, too. So things okay. like that. What do you think? What could Kansas City... <laughs> improve on what would you give Kansas City as like a New Year's resolution? Yeah, I was actually thinking about this on the way over here. I think something that um, I would love to see from the people who live here is go to more museums this year. And Ooh, that includes okay. myself. I learn more. Um, learn more, learn Educate more about yourself. Kansas City's history. But it's also such an exciting year for museums and institutions here in Kansas City. The new Kansas City Museum. Um, oh, yeah. So if you want to learn more mm -hmm. truly about Kansas it's City. It's in an old old house in the northeast is yeah that? it's in a uh, uh, an old mansion yeah in in the northeast and it is just stunning the exhibits are fascinating it's it connects to so many of our other institutions it's it's a can't miss really um the negro leagues baseball museum obviously is gearing up for another really exciting year with buck o'neill and two other um negro leagues legends finally joining the hall of fame this year mm -hmm. officially um i think it's going to be a huge year for them but i know a ton of people who live here have still never made it mm -hmm. um so make time for that um the world war one museum the nelson atkins i could go on um i think that's that's a resolution personally and for um folks we bring the here people. as well as people who live in kansas city generally is make it to our museums as often as you can did you know that the bar has four locations now? Yes. Well, I knew about West Plaza, Johnson Drive. So maybe I just knew about two. Yeah. Where else? Uh, like way out west and one in Olathe. No. Yeah. That's news to me. Um, so we talked about the, the Guadalupe Center uh, a, a little bit. Um, it was founded in 1919. So explain this to me. The Guadalupe Center, it is a charter school, right? It, what, it's a system of charter. It off. That's so, part of the Guadalupe Center's work is a system of charter. Okay, schools. so it has like a an elementary school, a middle school, and a high school for for those kids those age. But then it also has like a senior care or a senior center for for seniors that want to come and do activities. And it also, I was reading on their website, like helps homeless, helps with foster care situations, work development, youth development, family support, outpatient drug and alcohol abuse programs. Um, it sounds like the Guadalupe Center is is the 
is a great beneficiary of this because they really kind of do everything just to help that community around the west side where they're where they're founded in 1919. Um, how did you guys? What's the selection process like for picking uh, the community um, organization that you're gonna that it's gonna benefit? Every few years, we open up um, an application process that allows uh, organizations to submit, um, obviously, an application that says, here is what our organization does, but also here is what specific needs are being served by the funds that um, would be brought in by Kansas City Restaurant Week. Guadalupe Centers obviously does a lot of good work and has been for many, many years, and they expressed the last few years have been especially difficult. There have been a lot of acute needs that um, have come about from emergency funding requests for rent and utilities to mm -hmm. people accessing their food pantries more and more often. And like you said, they do um, not only do they have food pantries and have healthy food within their schools, but they make deliveries as well. And so obviously with people being at home more than ever, the need for healthy food um, has just been really, really necessary. And so we look at um, partnering with the right organizations at the right time and Guadalupe Centers um, is certainly one that we're excited about working with this year. So that's mm -hmm. what the process looks like. And um, we've made selections for uh, 2022, but then we'll open it uh, again, uh, I believe, next year after 23. Cool. Um, and so starts this Friday. Uh, when does it go till? And do you recommend people, uh, do most of the restaurants have open table or a way online to book tables or... Kind of yeah. what's the best way to, to participate and uh, start finding places to eat? It starts this Friday uh, and runs through next Sunday, so January 14th through 23rd. If you've never participated before, um, restaurants offer special multi-course menus that are fixed for those 10 days um, at $15, $35, and $45 price points. So that's kind of what it looks like. You can mm -hmm. view those menus um, online on our website. You can check them out and preview them there. The bang for the buck is good. It really is. Really yeah. good. Mm -hmm. My strategy is to so go with uh, on a date, right? Mm -hmm. And because the, the dinner, the $35 or the $45 dinner, it includes an appetizer and a dessert, an entree and a dessert. Most of the time, the appetizer and the dessert, you can share. So one person does the restaurant week meal, and then and then the other person orders you know, just an entree, split the appetizer, split the dessert. Okay. It's kind of my go-to meal. It's not a bad move. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a good move. Um, so that's what restaurant week looks like. How to participate, I would say yes. A lot of restaurants do fill up quickly in terms of reservations. Like I said, keep Capital, those don't even try anymore. <laughs> yeah. I think Capital's already like, no, we're done. Potentially the, the day we announce restaurant week every year. Yeah. Um, that one fills up. But um, look at those off servers, hours. I bet the servers just like hate restaurant week at Capitol <laughs> Grill. They're like, oh my gosh, these heathens. Be, yeah. These heathens looking in here for $35. <laughs> hey, speaking of that, um, one of the most important things about restaurant week, uh, the, the, the dining is discounted, but the service is still top Good tier. Point. Please be patient with mm -hmm. your servers. Please tip them very generously on, full, on, full um, price. on the full price. Yes. Um, they have, they work so hard every day and every year, but the last two years they've had to adapt and are continuing to adapt to so much. Um, if there's one thing I could leave you with, it is please treat the hospitality workers and your service staff well throughout the week and beyond. Um, tip them well, be generous and kind. Um, it goes a long way and um, is, is really important to us. Yeah, it's a great point. Tip on the full price. Tip on the full price. Don't yeah. be cheap. Yeah. Just because you're getting a deal at Capital you know, with a nice steak for what, 45 bucks probably? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, it's a good deal. Uh, all right, Derek. Well, thanks so much for joining us. I think that is a great message to end on there. So 
Uh, thanks uh, for sharing everything about Restaurant Week. Yeah, thanks for having me. Like I said, make your reservations at kcrestaurantweek.com. We also have an app. and um, Oh, yeah. Sweet. Download the app. Yeah, it's pretty handy. You can use all those filters there, too. But um, either way, regardless of how you get started, we are looking forward to the most delicious 10 days of the year is what we call oh, yes. it. And yes. um, I hope you all are able to enjoy it. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks to Derek for joining us. Uh, a lot of fun this week with him. Uh, so can't wait to get out there, make some reservations. Uh-huh. And yeah. uh, we've got suggestions coming. Yeah. I don't want to spoil episode. it, but yeah, I'm very excited about also, this Also, shout out Derek for quick thinking for his uh, New Year's resolution for Kansas City. Well, he said he, he, said, he said he was thinking about on the way here, so maybe he listened to last week's show. Well, that's a great resolution, though. It to, is a great to resolution. more museums in Kansas City, which we got to get down to that Kansas City Museum. I know. That'd I agree. Really cool. Um, all right. Next up, we've got a little uh, Leonardo DiCaprio meme. Hey, look, there's KC. Mm. Uh, this time, it's on the hit show, Joe Millionaire. And we've got a For guy. For richer or poorer. That's, that's the, the subtitle. That's the subtitle. Uh, but Joe we've, Millionaire. We've got a Kansas Cityan on the show from Independence Mo. That's Stephen right. Stephen McBee. Stephen McBee. Uh, Joe Millionaire. Yeah, so... Joe Millionaire, if you're not What's familiar. What's the premise of Joe okay, Millionaire? Okay, so Joe Millionaire, it was aired first in 2003. Okay, I remember Season that. 1, 2003. Season 2, 2003. Season 3, 2022. So he was a millionaire, right? No, no, no. He was, he was poor. But but posing as a millionaire. But posing as a millionaire. That's right. So that was season one. It was a, it was a hit success. Like it was a major major I success. Remember that, yeah. For season two, the big reveal was then it, whoever chose him. Yeah. Or kind of won. Yeah. And was revealed. Hey, this he's guy's poor. actually poor. He's a he's a peasant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Do you still love him? Yes. Do you still love him? Yeah. It's um, a great twist. Yeah. So for season two, I was reading. I was reading up on some Joe Millionaire history for mm -hmm. this, which is sad. But uh, for season two, they couldn't even. It was such a big hit that they couldn't find any girls to participate in it. Uh, um, so they had to go to Europe to get the girls for season two because everyone knew about it. So I, that's probably why there's a 19 year, yeah, 20 year difference a in lot between. Of people forgot about it. Yeah. So, but but there's a wrinkle to this season because it's Joe Millionaire for richer or for poorer. One Joe Millionaire is rich, and one is poor. So there's two guys and 30 women. Mm -hmm. I mean, this saying, talking about these shows and saying out the saying the logistics out yeah. loud is just like it sounds so horrible. So there's a one poor dude and one rich dude and 30 chicks, and they're all competing to have a relationship with them, mm -hmm. and they don't know which is which. That's the premise of this show that got four million views uh, on its premiere on on January 6th. So uh, that says something. But 30 women. Um, Joe, Stephen McBee, the Kansas City participant, he's from Independence. What do you think he is? The rich guy or the poor guy? Rich guy from That's Independence. That's correct. Let's go. Yeah, so mm -hmm. the audience, if I read it correctly, I don't want to spoil it, but I don't I even care if you watch the show. I don't care if I spoil it. The, um, the audience knows who is rich and who is poor from mm -hmm. the beginning, I think. So... <laughs> Also, just calling people poor. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right to his face. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you're the rich guy. You're the poor you're guy. You're the poor guy. Action. Yeah, ignore uh, uh, the circumstances in which you grew up and were raised. Mm -hmm. You're rich. You're poor. Uh, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to exploit that yes, for my, for my TV yeah. show. Mm -hmm. um, Stephen McBee, he runs a family business in Independence, Missouri. He lives in Gannett. Or where does he live? Um. Doo -doo -doo. 
He's from Independence. He lives in like somewhere up north, like an hour north of, of KC in Gallatin, Missouri. Um, so he's he's on he's on the show. Um, and I don't know. It's I assume all the filming has ended because uh, he's our, back. Our guy Stephen hosted a watch party and signed autographs at Chicken and Pickle. Yeah, which has to be one of the saddest events that I've ever heard of. One of the saddest autographs ever to get. <laughs> like, who's that? If you look closely, there's a very recognizable autograph right here. <laughs> yeah. It's it's the guy from Joe Millionaire. It's, it's, the, the, rich, it's the rich, rich one, one from Joe Millionaire. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's probably got an NDA and all that stuff, and we probably don't know what happened. But he went to Fort Osage High School. Um, Self-described small-town rich millionaire, multimillionaire. Yeah, multimillionaire. He runs his family's business, so he probably Farm inherited board. it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, this is Joe Millionaire. He's from Independence. Uh, it looks like there's going to be another uh, chance to meet him as well. You can play the, pickleball at the him. Overland Park. <laughs> Chicken and pickle on February seventeenth. Uh, so he's gonna play some pickleball with raffle winners. So you could pay. Yeah. What? Well, we should try to win that raffle. Oh, but we should try to have him on after it's all over. Okay. He, so the producers of the show they lied to him, and he didn't know he was on a Joe Millionaire type show. He thought he was just gonna be on a Bachelor type show called like, uh, um. Like true love or something like that, or the mm. big love, or or something like that. Big love, the big love. Um, so that's what he he didn't know he was going to be on, and he was surprised and shocked, and it was a reveal to him that he was on a, sh- a Joe Millionaire type show. It was going to be called Love for Real. Love for Real. Mm-hmm. So he knowingly participated in a show called Love for Real. Um, so that's Joe Millionaire. Tune in. You have more of an incentive to tune in because uh, Stephen McBee. He's the rich one. I'm gonna have from to Independent Mo. I'm gonna have to watch. I don't know what nights it's on. I well, it was on January sixth. You said. Yeah. Uh, date Wonder what Joe about, Millionaire was doing uh, on January sixth. Uh, Thursday, Thursdays, Thursday nights. So I was looking There's at no more Thursday night football. So I was looking in. at this too, like looking up the how it's going, and and so I'm looking up TV ratings. Young Sheldon still pulls in seven point two million dollars, seven point two million viewers a night. That's sad. Young Sheldon, 7.2 million people watch that. I'm glad I don't know one of those people. <laughs> Maybe I do. Maybe you do. And I just don't know it. But I would like to say I don't know one of those people. All right. That's nuts. All right. Joe Millionaire. All right. You want to get a little Midwest Mad here? Okay, so I'm flipping this on you. What are you doing? Are so you Midwest Mad is a segment. I put Main Street yeah, on there. There's a lot to be mad about Main Street. Number one, the cone situation on... Uh, Go ahead. No, no, finish. No, uh, right outside of Whole Foods, they've got the cones all wrong. Oh, yeah. I, me and this guy had an exchange at the light because I was in the wrong lane, but the cones made it look like it was blocked off. Oh, so yeah. Luckily, yeah. it was a nice, friendly exchange. Main Street, because it is now notorious for how closed down it is, no one takes it. I ah. took it today. I was like the only one on the street. So mm-hmm. I cruised down it. There was me and one other person on the street. I, I was at Costco. So from the Costco to all the way to the plaza, I, I didn't experience any traffic or anything because everyone's avoiding Main Street. It, it, so there's, there is a uh, scientific study, and, and not, maybe not scientific, but, but um, there, there's a study, and, and it's proven that like when you add new lanes – to highways, it doesn't actually improve traffic congestion because more people realize that like 
the the highway has another lane, so more people will take the highway, and basically it'll be a net even, and mm-hmm. you, and traffic congestion does not improve when adding a lane to a highway. This is like the exact opposite of that. Yeah, everyone knows Main Street sucks, so no, so the op you would expect traffic to be horrible, but in fact it's better because no one's taking it. Yeah. And in in the scenario where you add a new highway, you'd expect oh traffic's going to get lighter, but it's actually the opposite that happens because more people take it. So it's actually quite nice, and and you feel like you're driving in a post-apocalyptic world because it's six lanes it's huge there's just like no there's no rules in some sections mm-hmm. there's just like there's no cones and you can just kind of cruise wherever and then you enter a cone zone and you kind of feel like you're in a video game so um cruise down main street if cruise. you're if you're like heading to to uh you know downtown or to to costco it's pretty yeah, nice there's no traffic um all right let's move into our personal pine tars uh this week uh i really don't have a personal pine tar uh, with this scenario, more of the after. So we had a family Bunko night, which if you ha- haven't played the game of Bunko, play it. It's electric. It's fun. It's probably one of the most social games you can play. Yes. Um, that encourages conversation with everybody at the party. It's great. Uh, I won Bunko. No big deal. It's a game of skill, <laughs> mad skills. Um, so I won. Uh, I had 50 bucks cash burning a hole in my pocket. Wonder Fuzz was playing at Kelly's. I didn't go. Yeah. Made me feel old. You are. It made me feel real old, real sad. Uh, like, oh, man. And I was okay with the decision, too. Mm-hmm. Probably really happy I about it. I woke up feeling great, not hungover. Had an awesome Sunday of watching I, like, football. I, I didn't go blow the $50 at uh-huh. Kelly's like a, a smarter version of myself would have done. But uh, woke up More fun good. version of yourself. More fun. Uh, but anyways, that just made me feel kind of old, and that that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. It's kind but- of a bummer. You had a great Sunday because of it. I did have a good Sunday. We got, you know, playoffs coming up. You mm-hmm. have plenty of opportunity to drink and spend yep, money. Yep, got uh, to build some goodwill here. Um, my personal pine tar this week. Okay, so James uh, is starting to get to the age where, like, his toys I can kind of play with. Okay, nice. We got a little Tykes basketball goal mm-hmm. uh, for Christmas, or he did. I say we, but, yeah, he did, I, mean, I I've guess. I've seen you play with it. Um, it's amazing. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. But... Dude, and you probably remember this from being little. The the base of the little tykes basketball goal, it just shoots the ball all over the place. Oh yeah. So after a made basket, it's it going falls everywhere. and it hits the base and it's just like ding 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 like it's pinballs all over the place. Like it all the base, in order for it to stand up properly, the base has to be underneath the net. So every time you make a basket, it's going to hit the base. And it's just going to bounce everywhere. So, like, trying to actually just, like, sit there and shoot or, like, so for James, he obviously can't reach into it. So I have to lift him up with two hands in order to get him to put his, put the basketball through the hoop. Mm -hmm. So I've got him that I'm holding with two hands. He puts the basketball through the hoop. And and then it just bounces everywhere. So then I have to set him down, go get the basketball, come back, put the basketball in his hand, pick him up, and lift him up again. I, there's just no easy way to do it. We love it. We're very excited about it. It's super fun so far. Mm-hmm. James is loving it. But uh, the, 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 the base being right underneath the net and the ball just pinballing everywhere, it's frustrating. The ball that comes with the little tykes is a top five ball yeah. ever. Oh, gosh. It, it, the, it's the perfect size. It's so 
versatile too. Mm-hmm. Like it's one of the most fun balls to have. Yeah, it's a great it, ball. It's great to play catch with. It's great to peg someone with. Oh yeah. It's great to shoot and dunk. You oh can yeah. Dribble it a little bit. Uh-huh. Throw it up and down. Like yeah. It's one of my favorite balls. Yeah. Like I mean, I'm talking baseballs, footballs. I think that's it. Like maybe it's a top maybe ball. maybe a mixed plate we it's should do sometime. Ball. Yeah. The uh, but my and it's really light too. So like my move is um, I'll throw it off James's head. I'll bounce uh-huh. it off James's forehead and it'll bounce back to me and I'll act like it was an assist and I'll just yeah. like slam James dunk it. Yeah, dropping dimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, hell yeah, good pass, James. And, and, right, he's, and, and he's just getting CTE. On, <laughs> on Saturday, I was I was trying to draw fouls off of James, just like leaning into him, just foul and, and uh, throwing it up. So yeah, good yeah. stuff, James. Yeah, top ball. I, I, had to, I had to work him in the paint a little bit. Yeah, well, got to. Got to show him, you know. Uh, how to play in the lane. Yeah. Um, all right. Buckets don't come free. Um, no easy buckets in that house. Uh, all right. Let's see. We're going to do our mixed plate of restaurant week recommendations here. Oh, my other mixed plate is, um, or my other personal pine tar. I'm selling a car on Facebook and it's the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the worst. I think you didn't list it for high enough because you're getting that many offers. Too many, too many replies. That means you didn't list it high enough. Too many replies to deal with people. You, you didn't, um, what do you call it when you... Anchor the negotiation. Yeah, I didn't anchor high enough Mm-mm, or low not. enough since it's an anchor. Yeah, the price. An anchor would high. be most effective the lower it gets. That's true. So an effective anchor would be low. So, so I didn't yeah. anchor low enough. That's true. By setting the price high. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So we got episode one forty one here. So I think that means the ball is in your court. Okay. Places that we're going to try for uh, restaurant week. Yep. All right, let me pull up the menus, too, because I want to be able to talk about the menus here. Um, But my meat number one is Chewology. Okay. Um, Chewology is a a Taiwanese street food restaurant that took over for Blue Stem in uh, Westport, uh, that location. They've got two concepts. They've got Chewology and then Stray Cat, which is like the bar and like kind of late night food-ish. Course one. Um, vegetarian baby bop and braised tofu or Ooh, Taiwanese wow. beef noodle and homemade pickle, pork cabbage goiza, gauza, what did we decide it was? Gyoza. Yowza. Um, just a, a bunch of different options there. Um, basically you just pick, it looks like you pick, uh, hmm, kind of confusing here, but you pick an entree, you get a cocktail with it as well. Uh, a cocktail comes with the the Chewology one. So Chewology has been on my list of something I really wanted to try. I'll use this as an excuse. Okay. Um, all right. I'm going to go with uh, my neat meat number one. I'm going to go with a, a steak place, which we said it's hard to get a reservation at Capitol Grill, but I would imagine maybe you can get one here. I'm going with the Majestic, oh. um, which uh, comes three courses uh, with, you can get a steak as an entree uh, in there, and then comes with a dessert too. And, Majestic's got some jazz usually playing there on the weekends as well. So, oh yeah, live music every every live night. Live music every day, every day. Live music. So uh, I'm going with the the Majestic. Get yourself a steak. Yeah, um, we did. I did did the Majestic uh, two years ago mm-hmm. for uh, Restaurant Week. It was amazing. Um, all right, my side number or meet number two. Um, again, I'm going all new restaurants because I want to try some new restaurants. Go for it. I'm going coast to coast. The Martin City Brewing company pub concept um it's their seafood concept i've been wanting to try it their dinner menu again it comes with a pint of beer because it's martin city brewing company salad or chowder to start then you've got 
shrimp scallop rigatoni, you've got a Kansas City strip, you've got salmon, or you've got seared ahi tuna as your entree. Um, this looks like a winner for sure. So I'm going coast to coast at Martin City Brewing Company. Okay, that does sound really good. Uh, my meat number two here, I'm going with, um, this has a lunch and a dinner option. Uh, and I've really been wanting to try this place in Midtown, uh, actually off Gillum, Brewer, Brewer's Kitchen. Oh, um, yeah. Didn't you try to go last year? I tried to go last year and failed at it. And I need to go this year because they've got, it comes with two courses, dinner does. Uh, like bacon top Brussels sprouts is on the menu uh, as one of the starters. Same with the Baracho nachos, Ooh. which are like these homemade nachos with. You know uh, what Baracho means? I don't. Drunk. Drunk nachos. Drunk nachos. Uh, which look incredible. And then um, your course number two comes with uh, like a lot of burgers and fries, uh, but they look incredible. They do flights of beer there. Uh, it's not included, but it's just a fun place, and I haven't been, so All right, that's get what it. I'm looking forward to. All right, side number one for me. This isn't necessarily new, but I've never been here, and I've always wanted to try it. I'm going to Lazia at Crossroads Hotel. It's the... Um, Italian place that's attached to the Crossroads Hotel in the Crossroads. Four-course meal. Um, course one, an entree. You can do marinated eggplant and sweet and roasted sweet pepper or um, hand-dipped ricotta. Then you get um, a salad. Then a, a more significant entree. One of the options is veal and pork. Uh, and then you get a dessert at the end. What's so, it called? Lazia. L-A-Z-I-A. For your records, Lazia at the Crossroads Hotel. Ah, uh, Lazia. Mm, yeah, but good. but us, you know, real not us, real Italians. You pronounce it Lazia, Lazia. Okay, uh, good choice there. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna go with my uh, side number one here. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I think Va Bene. Oh, uh, this was on my list. Which is I've heard is really a newer good restaurant. Um, in Prairie Village in uh, Corinth, I believe. Heard good things. Uh, comes with uh, three courses for dinner. They also have like a uh, lunch menu for 15 bucks with uh, a sandwich and a salad, which looks good. But uh, course two, the main course, I'm looking at, they've got an eggplant parm. They've got a lasagna, uh, a rigatoni bolognese. Uh, you like, might turn John Ritz onto that. Looks it's close really, to his house, really, too. really good. Uh, and... You can either get tiramisu or a cannoli for dessert as well. So, looks phenomenal. Uh, lasagna is also on the lunch menu too, and the eggplant parmesan. Wow, mm. Mm. looks real good. All right, um, my side number two. Um, I'm going out south. We talked about it in the interview. I'm going Bamboo Pennies. Bamboo Pennies is a new local uh, Thai restaurant in Park Place, out uh -huh. by Town Center. Uh, Chef Penny. Mufaka opened it. She's been cooking Thai food in Kansas City for 27 years at different restaurants. Um, they have a patio, um, a Polynesian-inspired Polynesian patio. Here's what we're looking at. Three-course menu, starting with an appetizer like crab rangoon, dumplings, um, egg rolls, salad. Uh, then you get mango red curry, crispo, crispy mango duck, um, pad ki mao, and then top it off with some cheesecake, uh, you can also do a wine pairing with this for an extra 25 bucks where you get three different types of wine. Um, it sounds like a winner. So I'm going Bamboo Pennies. It's been on my list. I've heard really good things. 
place I want to try out in uh, Park Place. Okay. Um, all right. I think this would be a good date spot for uh, dinner. Also, restaurant week. I'm going with Novel. Um, they've got a bunch of options for course one and course two. So I think you could really, if you went with Love a date, novel. you could try four different things. Mm. Um, so they've got four options for course one. Uh, a butternut squash soup that looks good. Uh, a pork toast. I don't know what that is, but that sounds amazing. Lobster ravioli. Give it. So that's all course one. They've got a scallop ramen on course two. Uh, a salmon. Scallop a ramen? Scallop ramen. Oh, my god! That sounds amazing. Uh, grilled salmon. They've also got a Peking dust duck breast uh, and pork chops. Like, that's all course two. So uh, looks like an awesome place. And I think if you got two of those for 90 bucks and had four different things to share, mm, that sounds a, amazing. a very cheap way to get a lot of amazing food at Novel. Yum. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Well, yeah, definitely make your reservations and, and try I'm something new. so hungry. I know. Right I'm now, starving. Thinking about this. What are you having for dinner? Um, I'm having uh, like a curry uh, chickpea bowl. Ooh. Yeah, should be pretty good. Meatless uh, Mondays? What are you eating? Chicken tortilla soup. Ooh, that sounds good, too. Yeah. Good weather for Make it, it on good Mondays. Then you get leftovers. That's good soup weather. Key. Good soup weather. All right, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, be sure to follow us on social media at State Your Line. We'll see you around, Kansas City.